What's good, podcast people? It's your friendly neighborhood, Mulatto, Remy Mulatto, and this is the Mulatto Perspective, my little corner of the internet to talk my shit right quick. And I am here with the incomparable and oftentimes irresponsible Ed the Hitman Holyfield. What's good, my brother? What's good? Did you just get my, my name wrong? I, I mean, you want me to tell everybody your last name? I, I can if you want to. Mr. Mr. Who? Mr. Uh, Holyfield. What's good? <laughs> How you feeling today, sir? I'm, I'm good. You know, That's good. You ready to do a podcast? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. You got to talk into the mic, man. Yeah, I know. I'm not used to this. <laughs> you got to talk into the mic. New. So now. this is our first time doing our little professional setup. And we got Jay Noetic in the building helping us record. We appreciate you. So let's do this. Yeah. Let's talk about some stuff. Yeah, I got to remember to be professional, not just wander yeah, around. Man. As I, uh, be professional. Oh, shut up. So I want to play for you my new favorite song. Okay. Are you, are, you, are you ready for this? No, I'm not ready. All right, get ready. Biracial. She's a biracial girl. She's biracial. She's a biracial girl. She's a biracial girl. Do you hear this? Taking everything from me. Not like the average kind. More like that's my that's my shit. Taking everything from me is about to slap your phone out your. I mean, what's wrong with I? I can't love biracial girls. Like, I'm biracial out here. I'm biracial in these streets. Don't you love biracial girls? I love women in general. I, I love women in general, too. But sometimes... No, this this song is trash. <laughs> but I, I saw earlier, and um, it made me laugh so much that I had to uh, I had to share it for everybody. Uh, those, um, those shitty internet songs are just hilarious to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, there's a few of them out there. Yeah, what was... You're talking about Smang It That's what you're talking about yeah. That's one of them Yeah Everybody knows that one that, uh, What is it uh, can't, can't nobody do it like me Or whatever mm-hmm. Oh man That video is still just The greatest thing Yeah that's like, uh, <laughs> It don't get much better than that Yeah So that's that's the new That's the newest iteration Of that whole Thing or whatever <coughs> Which again is upsetting Because they got videos And some kind of fans And you're a better rapper And now here we're sitting here Doing this damn <coughs> podcast Because you can't get Your rap career going well, rappers, rappers don't really like 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 rappers that that try to do what I was trying to do. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear you talk about it. This one, <laughs> you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta come with some something crazy in order to really make some traction. Like you remember flaming young things? Like I never did. I I told you about the new one, right? The new one I came up with. You 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 sent me a text randomly about flaming young things, and I was like, what the fuck is that? No, I told you about uh, what was it? Uh. Something about some Chinese food uh, Shake the pussy for some Chinese food Oh yeah <laughs> And then the, the whole uh, music video would just be like You know throwing like fried rice And uh, and egg rolls And you know chicken and broccoli Just on a girl's ass bouncing up and down Like that's not Come on tell me that's not fire That shit would, that, that shit would do amazing in this age Sadly it would Yeah so Sadly, But, but I don't have the, the personality To put no effort into no bullshit like that So my rap career, my be, rap career is over. We can be rich, you know. This podcast can have fans from your music and your stupidity, and we can be going somewhere. But no, we're just you know, just sitting there. Anyway, let's stop talking about this bullshit. Let's talk about something real. <clears throat> I believe we both saw Tenet. Yeah. Right. Oh, so that, so that was the thing you wanted to start with first. Yeah, I wanted to song. start with my favorite song. Like, I feel like I should start things on a good note because I'm about to tear this movie up. I'm about to demolish this movie. Right. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe it's justified, maybe it's not. But you know, I, you know, I'm gonna express my real opinion. You know, yeah. I'm gonna say how I feel, whether it's uh, it's fair or not. 
Granted, you know, I love Christopher Nolan. Everybody knows. I I think most people that know me know that I love Christopher Nolan. The best the best uh, superhero movie to me of all time is always going to be Dark Knight. Right. Always. And then I love all the other movies. I love Inception. I love, uh, what is it? What is, what's the one where it goes it, backwards? The old one. Um, oh. Whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. <clears throat> and then um, I like. What'd you, Benjamin Button. No, no, no. Uh, it, it's called, I can't remember what it's called. But the whole thing is, there's a guy who he can't remember things. And then. Momentum? Or, momentum. That's yeah, what it is. That's a great movie. Yeah. And that's like one of the first ones of his that I saw. Um, the other one I like is the, the space movie Interstellar. with Interstellar. I thought that was great, even though the ending was weird. I was I was not disappointed. You know what I'm saying? But Tenet, let's hear your opinion first. Let's talk. No, 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 no. See, when I when I walked out of Tenet, because I know how you <clears throat> feel about time travel and shit like that, I'm like, Jeremy's not gonna like this. <laughs> Jeremy's not gonna like this. Let me just say, my favorite thing about that is that you thought of me immediately after leaving the movie. Like well, just. Well, because remember, like, if you remember correctly, the whole thing, we're going to see it together, and I just kind of kept not answering your text. Yeah, because you knew, you probably anticipated, no. as we walked out, I was going to be like, let me tell you all the things I don't like about this movie. No, I just was doing other shit, yeah. I just kept seeing you calling and texting, like, leave me alone, man, it's a damn movie. My antisocialness so, kicked in, but why didn't you like the movie? Well, no, 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 For your first impressions, when oh, you I walked thought, out, aside from knowing that I wouldn't like oh, it. No, I thought what? it was good. Like, no, my immediate first Impression like when the title, the credits were rolling. Oh, uh, spoiler alert! Oh, by yeah, the way, yeah, spoiler if alert. you have not seen Tenet, uh, get the fuck out of here. Wait, like, what no, are you even doing? Wait, on, Why are you on. listening to podcasts? Go watch a movie. So, right now, we should be around the six minute mark. Mm-hmm. Check back in around minute 20, and we're gonna give you, you know, let you know if you can when you can jump back in, and we're not spoiling the movie for you because we're about to spoil the fuck out of this movie because you can't talk about the movie without spoiling it. Yeah, yeah, we're about to dig into this. <clears throat> so you liked it. You uh, you overall thought it was a good movie. You don't have any complaints. No, there are issues with the. I mean, there are let issues just, with the movie because let, what? Let me just preface this with: this is somebody who saw what is it, GI Joe, one of them GI Joe movies, and you was like, "Yo, that was pretty good." Uh, no, it was. First of all, I thought both of them were okay. Yeah. The second one. One of them wasn't good. terrible. No, the other yeah. one, I don't know. Yeah, the first one is bad. The first one is bad. But like, usually when I go see a movie <clears> in theaters. Like, my first reaction is, did I enjoy it? Period. Mm. And that will, like, you know, make me go, oh, this movie is good, this movie is bad, blah, blah. Yeah. And then when I think about it more, and I start finding all the plot holes, that's when, like, you know, For sure. my review, you know, switches. So, yeah, sure. I walked out of the original G.I. Joe, the really shitty one, going, mm. oh, that was a good movie. And then I, I thought more about it, it was like, oh, this movie was crap. So, <laughs> my initial thought when I walked out of Tenet was, I need to see this again. Like, yeah. I'm just... I, I, I feel I like I feel like it. everybody felt like that. Yeah, but then like the more like <clears throat> even as I moved on, it was like that movie was good. Mm. It was great. I mean, there are issues with it because it addresses the whole you know time paradox, creates one, but never actually you know said anything about it. Like that whole you know chicken or egg thing. Like right. Like because <clears throat> it's the whole Terminator paradox of like who sent who back, who started what. You have this like weird loop. That they address when they talk about the grandfather paradox, right? But they just kind of <clears throat> ignore it and just keep moving. So, what is it about? Well, they don't necessarily ignore it because ultimately, the the movie, the climax of the movie, is about the guy possibly destroying everything, right? No, because it, because he's gonna uh, no, kill you, himself or whatever. You're it is. stuck in when the movie's over. You're stuck in the loop of this technology that they were fighting to not get created got created because the guy who was fighting it sent everybody back to start the fight. Mm. So they addressed the paradox, but they never actually 
I don't know. It just kind of leave it out there. So if you really think hard about it, you go. See that? I guess that's what bugs me about. Yeah. One of the things that bugs me about the movie, and I'm not going to dig into it just yet, but Why ultimately, dig into it just yet. Because because I, I want to hear more of your opinion before I I really go into mine. I, I just want to make sure, like, I want to see where we what we saw. I want to see if we felt yeah. like we saw the same thing. So, in the midst of the movie. I got to the point where I was like, what the fuck is even happening in this movie? Like, like eventually, yeah. like, and, th- and that, you know, I think that's where people get where if you, if you feel good about the movie, you're like, oh, I got to see this again. Whereas me, the, you know, the cynic, I'm like, why the fuck am I still watching this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I, I start to get upset at that point because I'm like, I don't fully understand what's happening. And I don't know if, the, if any of this actually makes sense. I agree. I agree. There, were, there was a part like somewhere in the middle where I was just like, it's just a heist flick. Mm. Whatever, still good. And I think like I know what you're talking about, but everything I was seeing was still good. It was like yeah. this is still a thoroughly enjoyable, you know, ride. And like that lack of, I don't know, whatever you're gonna, whatever you're thinking, I can't remember the word. That stops the movie from being like a masterpiece. Right. Like if it had nailed down the story, then you'd be like, this is the greatest movie ever. But yeah. it, the story is kind of like. Uh, I'm making a face of like thinking because that's what the story makes you do. You just kind of go, and then you know, that, see that. Then you get to the turn, and <clears throat> yeah. then it's like, okay, I think I know what's going on, which is why I want to see it twice. Yeah, because so that, that, f- that movie when it turns the corner, kind of like turns on some light switches, but yeah. maybe it doesn't. <laughs> so that's why I, I definitely appreciate you going first because exactly what you just said, how <clears throat> the movie just kind of hits you and, and has you thinking or whatever to me that's the whole movie and nothing was actually happening the whole movie was just you going huh that's weird and then there's no point to any of it and none of it actually matters and that and that's one of my big issues with time travel movies in general is they ultimately say well nothing actually matters because we can travel through time you know what i'm saying going back to the second um the second half of the avengers infinity or whatever in game it just it just invalidates the power of that first movie I don't want to. But jump. I don't want to. Well, no, no, I, I, no, no. We're, we're, we'll come back to that if we go back to Avengers. Because for the record, is it in game? In game is your is your Black Panther, right? No, like Black Panther for me is a perfect movie. And if you, oh, no, if you gave not a perfect movie. So it, Infinity War was the one that was perfect for you. No, um, Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. It's, it's like the, the no, no, no. Yeah, well, back back when you had first seen Avenger, that Avengers movie, I could like you said, you you would defend it. Well, with your honor, I would defend against you. Well, yeah, because I mean, my my, my stance has changed yeah. as we've gotten away from the spectacle of it. Yeah. But it's still like people who were like, "Oh, this is not, it's still a good movie." <clears throat> like it did everything it had to do, and it did everything it could. And where I disagree with you on the whole time thing in, in that movie yeah, is that like I just disagree is that the time jump in that movie gave Infinity War's moment weight. Oh, that we're, we're not talking about time jumps. I'm talking no, about but, time travel. Yeah, but no, but even still, like, the time travel didn't undo anything in Infinity War. Yeah, I'm not going, I'm not going to bite that. All right, so going back to Tenet, um, you, what, what, what t- can tell me something you didn't like about it? Like, just anything that you didn't like about it? I don't know. Uh, well, it's funny, because... Did you like the actors? All the actors? Yeah, no, I love the actors. Like, I thought um, Robert Patton did a good job. The black dude, his name I don't know. I liked Robert Patton's yeah. in this movie. Like, like I think I think if you had seen this movie and then you thought, oh, he's going to be Bruce Wayne. Okay, yeah, he could do that. I, I hate how people judge actors off, like, the thing they get famous for. 
And it's oh, like yeah, when yeah. they try and move on to something else, like, oh no, that's the dude from Twilight. Like, he's done a bunch of other shit. The same way, like, Heath Ledger wasn't the dude from, like, Brokeback Mountain by the time he got to, you know, The Dark Knight. For sure. Like, yeah. People, you know. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, you know, they grow and stuff. So, like, I had no problem when I heard that Robin Pattinson was. I, I really don't have a problem when I hear about casting news in general. Yeah. Unless it's like, you know, the Beyonce's going to be Storm. That yeah. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I was the only one defending that. Well, uh, I don't want to jump off topic again. So, so Tenet. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, who was the main, main character? Who was? Uh, the black dude. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. I, I read in a review. They didn't give him a name. He that didn't have a name. doesn't have a name. Like, in my mind, that guy is the same main character, main guy from like 12 Years a Slave. For some reason, that's the guy I'm seeing in my head, oh. even though that wasn't who it was. And then, and then, alternatively, I also feel like I'm. I see, for some reason, in my head, I see um, rest in peace, uh, Chadwick Boseman. You know what I'm saying? But the the actual guy, I can't. I, I can't picture him. I don't know what else I've. Have, have you seen him in anything else? I feel. Oh wait, John, yeah. He, okay, now I got it. Yeah, John David. He John David and Washington. and he was in. Um, Black Klansman That's what it was oh, okay, okay so that, that's why I know him from So I, I had no issue with him I thought he was great But um, So like, like I was saying before You know we started or whatever Just to reiterate Because nobody heard that part um, It felt like they gave you a hook You know what I'm saying They walked you into the movie And there's like Okay what is cool about this movie This thing This yeah. is what's cool about this movie And then That ultimately was just the whole movie and that was that was all there was to it like everything else was pretty pretty standard the world could end if you don't stop the bad guy shit like nothing really innovative outside of that so it was just this hook and then we're gonna ride this hook all the way through the movie which is fine i have no issue with that if i if i like the hook enough i wasn't really that convinced i like that it was different from what i feel like i've seen in time travel trying you know based movies or whatever but it didn't I didn't think it was so cool or not not that it wasn't cool, but I didn't understand it or feel like it was it didn't feel I guess real. Well, okay. I, I, I read this in a review and it make like it matches what you're saying. Like the movie is really just a spy movie until they really introduce the the time part. Cause like you the first movie starts off uh, the movie starts off with the technology and then the search for that technology becomes the spy thriller part where it's like we gotta find this you go from one shady character to another and then you kind of get to the end of that movie with the bad guy and that whole confrontation scene and then they go oh yeah just time travel and then like the movie becomes a science fiction movie and it's more about the time travel but for if the movie's two hours long for 45 minutes of the movie it is literally just, you know, James Bond with a black guy. Yeah, that's and true. And then it's like, oh, we've we've gotten to the end of the movie and the bad guy is one. Mm. Oh, right, because the bad guy's traveling. Oh, yeah, guys, the time part. It's like they wrote the movie and it's like, oh, yeah, we got a, a time traveling part in here. And then they, and that's when the whole, you know, second half of the movie just becomes the whole in reverse and then it becomes like extra cool. Yeah. Can I ask y'all a question? What's up, though? Do y'all not like movies that really make you think, though? Because when I watch the movie. I love movies that make I watch the movie. And the whole entire time, I was just trying to, I enjoyed trying to figure out what was happening. That's that's your resident Jay Noetic, I'm just by the way. For, for, for people who don't know Jay Noetic, even though everybody knows Jay Noetic. <laughs> no, so, I, I love movies that make me think. I mean, look at it. I didn't have a problem with this movie 
at all. And like, even everything I'm saying is just for the sake of conversation. Like, yeah, Ed, Ed is fine. I'm I'm the one to address because yeah. I just hate things for no reason half mm-hmm. the time. I didn't. I like a. You know what? Actually, I'm I'm glad you said that because part of of them trying to make me think is what irritated me. Because the entire time I'm watching the movie, my brain is trying to figure out so much at this time, I can't even follow the story. I'm trying to figure out, like, like the scene, the first scene when they get to, like, one of the first fights where he's, like, backwards man fighting frontwards man or whatever the fuck it was. Two dudes fighting, one guy's uh, somehow going backwards in time and the other guy's going forward, and they're fighting. So I'm sitting here trying to figure out what the fuck is happening? Cause, cause it's a weird ass fucking fight. Yeah. Like they're just fighting through hallways. One guy is clearly moving backwards. The other guy is clearly mo- moving forward. And just to nitpick a little bit, cause that's what the fuck I do. Why was he? Okay. Spoiler. We're, we're still, when he, we're still got time. Yeah. About, yeah. So, but just so you know, people know if they got to this part and they haven't been paying attention. No, no, I, spoiler. I he was fighting himself. Yeah. So we know that at, at one point backwards man is shooting at frontwards man. And why is he shooting at himself? Like, why is that even part of in the movie? Like, don't shoot. I, I, it's but he cool. didn't, but he didn't know that cool. he was shooting at himself. No, no, no. He knew he was shooting himself because he was moving backwards. Backwards man shot him. Backwards man was shooting at frontwards man. No, no. Frontwards what? man was shooting at backwards man. He was shooting with an inverted gun. That's the, what happened. So the front, bullets went from... They came back. They, remember, who, was, who was holding the gun? Backwards man in the in the... Fit in the black fit or frontwards man. Frontwards man was him without the fit. Yeah. Backwards man was with the fit, and he was the one shooting. He had the gun, right? Frontwards man was avoiding those bullets. He he knew that like he had heard that it was crazy if you get shot with that, don't fucking do it. So he was dodging. But why were shots being even being fired? Well, see, and, and this is where the grandfather so, paradox that they introduce is like theoretically. Hmm, I get him fighting himself, but that's just one of my things. One of my things that but came. You gotta out. remember, he didn't. He still didn't know. It was really it was three people. Cause at the end, mm-hmm. he was seeing all of that. Right. So at that time, they were all operating in their own space of not knowing, knowing. who was who. It's only in that from that the last frontwards phrase. Dudes, the frontwards, frontwards people did not know. The people going backwards, they knew everything up to that point. So why why that that and that's that's one one of the things about time movies because that's why I, I don't like movies about time travel and things like that because they get really messy really quickly if you don't really think it through because it's hard it's hard to manage something like that like like all of my issues with Endgame or whatever are are things that have to do with the time travel and them not being able to reconcile how that shit worked because it doesn't it doesn't you know it doesn't match up at the end. All right, when we're gonna you have another Endgame podcast. Yeah, we have to one day, but um. So that was just one of the things. So I saw that and I was like, all right, this, this is weird. So then when you have things like that playing throughout the entire movie, because you have that fight, which is like, you know, I feel like the big thing that really pulls you in. If you like this as a concept, it, I think that pulls you in to see a backwards man fighting the frontwards man. And then you have the backwards army uh, and the frontwards army fighting the other backwards and frontwards army. Yeah. Right. All of that shit was weird to me. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, like wh- at one point, they blew up the building and then blew it up again, right? The frontwards people blew up the building, and yeah. then the backwards people blew up the building. What? And then there was times where there was a dude shooting a rocket launcher, and then when he shot the rocket launcher, uh, it zipped back up into the rocket launcher, so then the other people shot him. But how did he shoot... It's, so you, you, gotta remember, you see though. what my brain is doing? So you see how wait, wait, I'm in the midst of the movie, and I'm upset because I'm like, I don't get what the... 
fuck is going on? Hold on, hold on. If anyone was listening and they jumped ahead to 20 minute mark, we're still spoiling the movie, so come back in five minutes. Why? Why did they have to send in the frontwards army and the backwards army in order for this to work? Uh, I think the I guess the, to counteract the, their frontwards right, no, and so backwards. I think the reason they did it is like the backwards army went in. Oh god damn it! Yes, yes. I am. I'm glad I am infecting here's, you with this. Here, no, you are, but you're not. Because I. This is why I need to see the movie again. Because they introduce when they introduced the whole going in reverse, going forward to no story. I feel like they laid down the ground rule for how that works. Which is probably why we have to see it again. Right. If I see it again, I may feel completely different. Yeah. So, like, there's movies where I, I didn't even love it the first time I saw it, and then after the second and third watch. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Dark Knight being one of them, Infinity War being one of them, um, when you watch those movies again, you just you, you feel so much more because you know where things are going. Yeah. See, here's so, my thing on time travel movies. Later. As long as you explain your rules up front and then you stick to them, I'm fine. And they were very simple rules. Right. Overall, the, he established simple rules and... Nothing was nothing went. I, I think against his rules. Yeah. I just didn't understand how those rules fit in that world. Like once you started to show them, show show everything, and they actually established those rules multiple times. Yeah, yeah. they said it multiple times. And it's a very simple rule. But I, I think to, to, I think because we were we're thinking so much right. about everything, we didn't quite yeah. slow it down. And the rule is is very basic. Like there's a mechanism that can make things uh things and people move backwards in time. And if it's a object, then it, it reacts to like certain uh, it reacts to reflexes or something like that in order to make it move. And if it's a person, well, that's a person. He's moving backwards in time, but everything in that environment affects him differently. So it's pretty straightforward. The rule makes perfect sense. And, and I get it. I get that sense of it. And I, I didn't necessarily even have I didn't watch the movie and think, no, they broke the fucking rule right yeah. there. Like, I didn't feel like they were breaking any rules. But the rule and I feel like they focus so much on getting that part right that the story and things about the story and even the scenes, the action scenes suffered. I didn't think those action scenes were like were like cool. I thought it was fucking weird. Because you were thinking too much. Yes. Like like an action scene is the mildest part. Yeah. So. Yeah. You get to an action like like so I remember watching Harry Potter and one of the, the the scenes in that movie that I hated the most was just the dragons chasing other dragons because that they don't sit there and describe dragons chasing after other dragons. Like when Harry Potter rode the dragon, I think in the Goblet of Fire or whatever. So he was riding a dragon for like 30 minutes. And I was upset that whole 30 minutes because I had read the books and there wasn't a 30 minute worth of uh, dragon chase, you know, going on or whatever. So, but... Well, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Is it a action movie or a sci-fi movie? Because if it's Tenet, because oh. if, sci- if Tenet is a sci-fi movie, then the action doesn't really play a factor in how good it can be. I disagree. I don't think but, so. But so I so I, I think I want to go back to what you said before about how this movie ultimately dabbles in the Matrix realm of introducing something fresh to the screen in, in like an action type of way or maybe not action but whatever those special effects and the, and the, the the things that they were doing with movement and, th- and stuff like that it, it felt like revolutionary right <clears throat> so i don't necessarily disagree with that part but part of what made matrix work is that story was phenomenal like there's no there's probably holes but that story was phenomenal and you could focus on the story and then when you watch it multiple times that story hits even harder like you feel it even more and it's so is and it it, you know it's not even a comp very complicated story but it was cool for what it was so then you go to the story of tenet and i feel like that suffered from what was supposed to be special about this movie 
Well, no, Tenet suffers from the, the, the paradox that they introduce as the driving point of the movie of cause and effect. They never answer that. So for you, when you're watching the action sequences, because they never address the cause and effect part of it, it gets kind of confusing when you think about it. Mm-mm, it's no, not that. No, it's, it, it is that. No, here's <clears> the thing. Because if they, if they establish that, like, you know, you go this way in time, period, like, you know, like how Avengers did kind of did it where, like, the timeline is set, and then when you go back, you create a new one, mm-hmm. and they kind of merge, or however they explain it, then you have to, then it makes sense where it's like, all right, we went forward, and whatever happened, happened, so yeah. the team went back to tell us what happened, yeah. and now knowing that knowledge... We're going forward again, so everything kind of has to happen at the same time. Yeah. But because the front and the back can communicate, they can change it. Right. Well, sort of. Not really. You actually, that was another thing about the time in this movie that I liked because that the, I like when they take time and they make it linear. And in this instance, time was linear. There were no alternating timelines. There was nothing that changed. Every like in the very very beginning of the movie, you got homeboy with the backpack on and the little thing hanging out, and you find out at the end of the movie that that was him because ultimately everything is linear. Yeah. There's no alternate timelines. I like when movies do that but, because that shows that that's really exercising but, no, but see, trying problem, to make like, time work. I think Harry pro- Potter did that once. I think the problem with tenets, Fuck. like when you think about that, is that hmm? the timeline that they establish. Literally, the whole movie, like that rule that time is unchangeable, then the whole movie becomes kind of null and void because you spend this whole movie trying to change time. Right. Literally, the whole movie is about them stopping. Well, I mean, you're you're not trying to change time. You're trying to make what you want to happen at the end of the thing, but you don't know what that is anyway. And ultimately, it it introduced the idea of fate. The the stuff that they talk about with time and stuff like that, I appreciate a lot of that. and all of that stuff was cool, but when you actually focus on the story and the, what was actually happening in the movie, that's when I started to get irritated. I thought it was cool that they had, really, at the end, end of the movie, when she was on her cell phone, was actually the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Think about it, because the movie that's, first started, yeah. it was she had made that phone call, and he, yeah. was wa- he was watching her. Yeah. So it was kind of the beginning of that. So that's what I'm saying. So one of the issues... I really got to rewatch that movie. Mm-hmm. And when she jumped off the boat, that was her jumping yeah. off the boat, and she thought it was some other girl. So like stuff like that. That's what I, what I like about the movie, because ultimately it, it keeps to the one timeline. And I feel like most movies, that they cheat when they do time travel because they, they introduce new timelines. And when you introduce well, a new timeline... You can make anything well, you want happen. Well, you have to understand, most movies, when they do a time, like, most movies about time are, like, light-friendly and the idea that you can change it and make it better. Yes. So no, Well, yeah, but, so, but and this that's how is, you have That's usually how you introduce the whole new timeline thing, because you go back and you change right. time. So, another movie that does that is the second Harry Potter movie, where Hermione yeah, 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 finds... Yeah. yeah, so that's that's one of the only, the few other time travel movies that I know that does the same thing. It doesn't introduce new timelines. And I think maybe Looper does it too. I don't know. Maybe. But Looper also doesn't overcomplicate the time travel thing. They just kind of introduce it. There's to- fucking time travel in this movie and then, you know, people start killing people. And yeah. he, he See, again, ends the, up trying to kill himself. Spoiler alert. The whatever. problem I would have if I was as picky as you with the way... Harry Potter did it, and a lot of other. I love the way Harry of, Potter did it. it. It's the whole cause and effect. It's, it's the same problem. Whenever I think deeply about Terminator, it removes choice. There's no. No, choice. it's not. It's not that. It's what has to happen first. Like think about Terminator. Mm-hmm. John Connor sends his father back in time to save his mother, which causes them to have sex, which creates John Connor. Right. You have a, a loop with no entry point. Yeah. Like time is more or less functioning on its own, and it's like, all right. So if we're sending people back to change time, like. 
You you because you, you're not actually changing things. You're making well, no, time happen. I think it's like you doing something causes someone to create you that causes you to do something. So you have a loop of we cutting every, this at thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> we we have a loop where everything you know causes everything. So there's no starting point to that loop. There's no central point where it's like, all right, this happened. You did this. You did this. Well, because 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 what you're talking about is there's no starting point because time is linear that you can't start something that isn't necessarily branching off. It would have to have the, a branching right, off. Right. No, but that's the point, though. If time is linear, mm-hmm. then how did John Connor send back his father? To oh, yeah, sex that's with his fucking mother? impossible. But, and but crazy. No, but, no, but it's the same. Nothing thing can Harry, happen but first. But no, it's the same thing in Harry Potter, though. When you watch Harry Potter, like. Like. So, so it did it the backwards, like when they go back and they make all the changes, did that happen first? Or because, mm-hmm. you know I mean, like they're, because like, you know. Well, that's, so that's what, what, what they do ultimately in those instances is they talk about fate. And if you talk about fate, you kind of have to talk about like a higher power controlling the situation. So the start of that or whatever created that situation would be that entity. The thing that has decided that you are fated to do this. You know what I'm saying? If, if you want to think about it beyond the, the basic, like, logic of what we actually yeah. understand to be but what, what makes sense. Even still, like, just from a science point of view, though, which is why whenever you think deeply about it, you have to just give a little bit away. Now, let's not act like we know time science. <laughs> Watching enough time travel movies, all right? I thought Back to the Future. All right, sir. I'm glad you brought up Terminator. I actually didn't even think about Terminator as oh, ter- a time movie. I oh, forget about that a lot. The Terminator time crisis is really like the, the if ever I'm in an argument about time, like, like so what created what? Right. It is a YouTube video the about it, that. Well, and it's tenet, a chicken and the egg paradox. And Tenet yeah. a- addresses it, yeah. that, tries to address that. It addresses it, but it also goes, yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Because the movie ends with a giant chicken and paradox. All right. We're at 30 minutes in. We're supposed to give people a... So, um, that is our review of Tenet. We didn't actually get to anything or, or actually make sense of anything at all. I, I didn't love it. Ed loved it. And we don't necessarily know why and who gives a fuck. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, is there anything you'd like to talk about today, good sir? Is there anything on your mind? This is something I want to talk about. It's a little depressing, so... All right, well, hey, let's get depressed. Well, I feel like, you know, I haven't had a good cry in a while. Didn't you just have a good cry two weeks ago? That was that was for... Uh, oh, with- yeah, that was Chadwick Bozeman. Chadwick Bozeman, man, he made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been two weeks. Let's cry again. I, I, no, because it's, you know, September 11th weekend. It is September 11th. So tep- September 11th yesterday, as of recording, was yeah. yesterday. And, uh... Because, you know, everybody was posting stories about where they were. And for me, it's kind of, in retrospect, a little funny to me. But, like, I was literally playing Metal Gear. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, I was sitting home. Because, you know, this is my first year of college where, like, you know, you can set your own schedule. So, it's Mm -hmm. a Tuesday. I had, like, a noon class. So, it was, like, I'm up playing video games. And my mother calls me and she tells me about it. And then I turn on the news, and it's like right after the first plane hit, and I'm like, oh, man, that must have been a drunk pilot, whatever. Yeah, man. And I go back to playing video games. And then, you know, there's stuff going on. So when I turn back, I think the second plane hit, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. But then, like, I turn it off again. Cause, actually, no, I start, like, just channel surfing. So you weren't at school? No, I was in college. I was I was a freshman in college. Because I, I was in, yeah, because I was in yeah. 12th grade. Because okay. I, was, I was going to community college, and, like, I remember my class was... I had a class at like noon mm-hmm. and so I was just up and I remember that joke where like I forget what comedian said it, but it was like talking about when the towers hit and it was like MTV like let's see what Ja Rule has to say 
<laughs> and I remember that we could, like it was just like I remember because at that age for me like after I stopped watching like the news I went yeah. to NBC yeah because you know like Carson Daly was more or less you know right our fucking you know yo who gives a fuck what Ja Rule thinks but I'm just <laughs> oh with Dave Chappelle yeah but yeah no I was like I just remember like I I spent most of 9/11 watching you know MTV and Carson yeah. Daly and like the six kids who made it to Times Square before they shut everything down mm. and all these celebrities who mattered at the time were calling in and giving their opinion. Yeah. And then you look back on it now, it's like, why the fuck did I do why? that? Why I mean, did I care what Fred Durst and Ja Rule thought about 9-11? Because, yeah, it's the, it's the uh, chicken and the egg paradox. Like, what <laughs> what created that situation first? All right, so you want to talk about 9-11? No, no, I just I, I figured we could tell stories. I didn't know, You didn't give me a list, so like, I just kind of was thinking fuck about Fuck a list. Stuff. You understand? Well, that's how we end up in the situation, not knowing <laughs> what to talk about. No, we got plenty to talk about. All right. So I was in 12th grade. I was in my creed. I was in a uh, writing, reading, whatever the fuck it was, class, in uh, in high school, and they, they we had TVs in the classroom, and they put the TV on in the classroom, and was like, "Yeah, this is is going down. Like shit is shit is getting real in this country right now," and and, and my fucking you know seventeen year old ass is just sitting there like. All right. Well, I guess I'm gonna remember this for the next <laughs> twenty, thirty years, like. Not believe. I didn't it. know what to think of it. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people felt like, like, it, like it was like Pearl Harbor, and you know, ultimately, this is this is the, the war. You know, yeah. this, this is the beginning of a war, which I guess technically it was. I don't really, you know, focus on that, the, the politics, all of that, or whatever. But uh, I wasn't scared. I was just like, I hope we get out of class. <laughs> like, I hope I get to go home. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know what to think about. Uh, I didn't. For one, I, I had never been outside of Detroit, oh, okay. so I didn't even have a connection to the world. Uh, a plane hitting a building in New York, and I've never even. I don't even know if that's a real city out there. I ain't been there, so like, it was just so we. It was. It was like watching TV. It was yeah. like watching it on TV, and it didn't really, I think, affect me or, or make me really think until the entire. Like, like how coronavirus happened and then everybody was on the same page. Like, we all talking about yeah. coronavirus. Everybody's wearing masks. Like, that's what 9-11 was, except social media wasn't a thing at the time. Like, it happened and everybody was talking about it. Everybody you knew. Motherfuckers who you didn't. Like, I didn't bring this to you and you know about this. Yeah. That's what was crazy to me was that it was a glo- it felt like a global event. It felt like something we all were going to talk about now. Yeah, it was- this is more or less our first global event of the generation. Yeah, it was like for the us, second national event. Because I, I really feel like the OJ, the OJ verdict. Yeah. was like just the I biggest w- thing when I, I was wasn't conscious enough, so I don't even remember that. But I know what you're talking about. I think, I, I think, especially if you were like a maybe I was like, in middle school. I was middle school, so like like nine, ten, somewhere around what was something ninety. I don't, I don't know where I was. I just, I just remember hearing about it. No, I, I, you were seventeen. I can't remember. I was. I, I just remember I was in seventh grade, uh, whatever one of the classes were, and like they, they read the verdict, but we didn't have a TV in the classroom, thing like that. But they literally called all the teachers. Yeah. So like we're literally in the middle of class, and like they call like the teacher answers the phone. She turns mm-hmm. around, not guilty. And the whole class again. This is seventh grade. Just reacts like. Wait I remember minute. some of my friends like mm-hmm. finding out some of my friends were racist. <laughs> Like, so, like, you bitch. so you so you had white kids in your class in yeah. your what was it was the seventh grade yeah seventh grade class and how many how many of how much of that class do you feel were black black kids 
you mean in that particular class or in the school? In in your class where you were experiencing this moment, because you kind of remember this moment, right? Um, yeah. It, I mean, I didn't have a lot of black kids in class in general. We never had more than like, but like ten percent. Yeah, probably like ten percent. Basically, Less. like it was like about, five of us in a class of, of thirty. What about Asians? I'm just kidding. They don't give a fuck. So. <laughs> So you're trying to get us banned in all markets. No, Asians you see don't. What happened no, to this is these these are facts. You, you see ever, what happened to China in <laughs> South Park when they went out to China? No, there's 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 a the comedian. There's a okay. So the show with Steve Carell, right? The space show. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Space okay. Force. There's a guy. There's an Asian guy who plays a scientist on that show. He's also a stand-up comedian, and I believe it was him. I may be completely wrong. I have no idea. I might be mixing him up with another foreign comedian. Or might be foreign because he's not even foreign. I think he was born here. But shout out to him. I don't know his name. I'm terrible. So he did a stand-up comedy special or someone that I don't know of. And they talked about how things happen in America and they don't give a fuck. They're not like, this is not, they don't, why, why, why would they give a fuck? Like this is not, I, my family is, uh, is across the ocean. Like this yeah, has nothing to do I, with I, me. I, I don't have a dog in this fight. So it's basically that, that type of thing. That's why I said what I said. So coming back from the tangent, um, what what are we talking about? Nine eleven. No, actually, we were talking about. Yeah, nine eleven was bad. It was it was the worst thing. So so we were talking about OJ. Yeah, and the kids were, in my class. So the kids in your class, maybe mostly white. Yeah, majority white, in the suburbs or the city. Suburbs. In the suburbs of New Jersey ish, yeah. and ish. you literally heard the teacher on a phone call turn around and say, "Not guilty." Yeah. And then you got to see this this little microcosm of America react. Yeah. And these are what a bunch of fucking 13, 13 12 yeah. year olds. Yeah. So what did you what did you feel in that moment? We're like, hell yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing that, and that's why like Because he not black, he OJ. Just yeah. so you just so you know. Yeah, that is true. Like that's what I, I heard. I was like, yeah. Yeah. And but like and, and and that's why like my the view, black guy got off. But, yeah. And that's why like my view on America is not the same as because like like I said the class was mostly white and mm-hmm. like I said I only heard about like two people upset and everybody else was celebrating. I don't know why we were celebrating, but everybody exactly. was celebrating. So it's like yo, like I wasn't conscious at that time. I wasn't conscious at that time, so I did, I knew I was conscious enough to know that a black man was uh, accused of killing a white woman. It kind of looked like he did it, and he's on trial. So for me, it felt like, I guess he going to jail. I didn't necessarily care whether he got off. When I heard he got off, I was like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> like, like, I wasn't celebratory. I was like, that shit, what? Yeah. How does that happen? OJ's trial, if you think about it, really was the first reality TV show. Yeah. Because yeah. it was all over the news and everything. Yeah. And I remember very vividly, I was in Norfolk, Virginia. My yeah. sister we just got married. We were at downtown Waterside. And I'm like 17 at this time. We walk into a bar, and the verdict was about to come out. Mm-hmm. And we're in this bar, and to Ed's point, when the verdict came out, there were a lot of cheers. And I remember standing in that bar, and every black person yep. cheered yes. Yep. Yes. And white, all the white, white people at that time was like, bullshit. Yeah. And the reason is that <clears> because <throat> even though as black people we knew that our, our OJ was probably guilty, yeah. that was what we felt like our first victory against the system. Yeah. And that's so, why we cheered it. So so for people who don't understand, and I don't know how, well, I, yeah. I get why white people wouldn't understand. It wasn't about, did this black man do this crime? It was about the system fucks black people so much that it was just amazing 
to, to for it to look like a black man fucked the system well, this time. See, I, I I agree, but just not at the same terminology. Where I feel like for years we've been hearing about like rich white people doing shit and just getting off. Yeah. So I don't feel like the system like was broken. It's just like, ha, nah, see, it's broken. Well, no, I, I'm sorry. Like at the time, I didn't feel like it showed the system was broken for like it was just like, ha, see, if you have enough money, then you can rig the system too. So like, yeah, well, yeah, but the blackness is also part of right. But it. Like I'm, him being a black well, man. Well, no, I'm just saying at the time for me, I yeah. didn't see it so much as like. Oh, yeah, I'm you blue. didn't. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I, thought, I didn't either. We I didn't either. Yeah. Well, no, I just this saw like, this is all. I didn't even. I didn't. I didn't even know what the fuck outside of Detroit looked like at that time. No, I just like for me, I just remember thinking like, ah, see, a black man with money can get off too, because again, like, and I guess because like I know in New York we just have all these famous like you know local media covers you know the mob and all this other bullshit and you just hear about like you know John Gotti getting off or some other person getting off or some shit and it's just like all oh, these rich white people and then it's like oh shit <clears throat> rich yeah. man got black man got off cool yeah, yeah and I, I I think I think that um <laughs> it's like it's like being a you know a loser and watching Donald Trump get elected it's like yo we can we can probably we can, achieve yeah. it like if we get enough money we'll be straight it's, it's gonna be alright so um so shout out to OJ. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everything you out here doing because you've been wilding for years. Here. Yeah, he live here. So careful what you say. No, I love OJ. I, did I tell you I saw OJ? Did you? Once upon a time, oh, shit. me and uh, my homeboy Chris went to went to Orlando. So oh, I don't even yeah. know where 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 was I? Why were we in Orlando? We were in. I think that's when we were in school. Yeah, but we went to. We went. Maybe we went to Tampa. Where the fuck were we? Were we? Were we? Were we alive? Okay, so we went somewhere that wasn't where we normally go. It, like it felt like we we had gone. Oh, we went to Universal. I feel like we went to. It, it had to be Tampa because I think we were living in Orlando and then we went to. It was. I just know it wasn't where we were at the okay, time. Okay. That's all Tell I know. The story. Okay. So we go details. to. It was either Orlando or Tampa. One of those. I don't know. And. We go to uh, this club and we're just hanging out, having fun. This is Orlando. We're go- we go to a club, we're having fun or whatever. And then um, I look up and Shaquille O'Neal is on the second floor, just looking down. And I'm like, uh, can I get a picture? So then I take, I hold my phone, my little piece of shit phone, whatever it was I had at the time, focus up to Sha- Shaquille O'Neal, which can't even see that far in the dark, Shaq and take my picture. Shaq the, Shaq the Shaquille so I take my little bullshit ass picture in the dark of a nightclub thinking I'm actually gonna get a picture of Shaquille O'Neal and even if I did take that picture at that time like does it really matter who gives a fuck about just a picture of a, of a celebrity there's so many just pictures of celebrity anyway alright so I was, I was young and dumb at the time so that was that Saturday which has nothing to do with what we're talking about but the Sunday the Sunday we go to, to this bar and it's me Chris and another black guy, I believe. And we're hanging out. We go into this bar, some random ass bar on some random, like kind of lonely type of street, but it was like a shopping district area or whatever. So they had a bar. We go, we go into this bar and we go and find the nearest table with no people at it, at it or whatever. So we go over there and it's off in the distance, looks like VIP or whatever, but nobody was sitting over there. So we sit down and then we look around. We're like, whoa, man, it's like, it's all white folks in here. Ain't none but white people. It's just white, super white. Except the biggest head I've seen on a man in person. I've never, like, like, like 
from where we were, I, I don't have good eyes. We were at the back of the bar. He was at the front of the bar chatting up some white women. And he, we was like, yo, that's OJ Simpson. We knew from the back of the fucking bar. Like we knew, there, there's no doubt in my mind, we saw OJ Simpson. You know what I'm saying? So he's there, he's talking to these white women. And the first thing I'm thinking is like, damn, I didn't even know like white women still wanted to be around OJ like that. Like, it seems weird. I feel like they should feel different, but they didn't feel no different. So they was totally cool sitting there chatting him up. And uh, it was the weird, it was one of the weirdest times that I, I think I've seen a celebrity uh, excusing, you know, the previous night when I saw Shaquille O'Neal and I tried to take a picture. And of course I didn't get anything. So I see OJ, I wanted to take a picture right there, but it's like, do I really want a picture of this nigga? Like, what I'm gonna do with a picture of OJ? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out was this whole point just for you to do a light stunt? No, 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 no. This, I mean, it, I, I don't even uh, appreciate the moment because I don't have any proof. I could totally be lying. Like I'm <laughs> lying right now. But it was so goofy to me to have seen it was it was OJ. It was after the trial. Yeah. And yeah, that shit that shit was eerie. Um. So I'd just like to point out, we went from 9-11 to OJ. I mean, we got to talk about it all. Like, we can't just miss things. So right, what you have? On we talked about OJ because we were talking about where we were at 9-11. Yeah, you you knew like, where you were when OJ was uh, was acquitted. acquitted. Yeah, I wasn't conscious enough to know where I was, but I understand the sentiment. Um, I remember when the car chase interrupted the Nick game. Yeah. Which is funny because I didn't normally watch the I didn't. I don't even remember that. I remember that. That was about as big a deal as like the for sure too, but it was one of because it's like you're watching the game, like we're interrupted. And because I remember one, the game being interrupted, two, mm-hmm. it just being the slowest car chase in history. <laughs> yeah, and I it think was weird. What it made was me so remember, weird. I mean, yeah, it was weird. I think my memory, the like mixing together because there was a movie called The Chase that mm-hmm. was really about like you know, a, that wasn't Cuba, that was something else. Nah, I think he might have did one either there like a, it or there's a few of them, yeah. I remember one went straight to TV. I remember watching that. Well, no, this one more than actually about OJ. This is literally like just a, it was a Charlie Sheen movie. Uh, and it was just like a comedy that came oh, out okay. either like a year before or a year after. And I always just mm-hmm. meld the memory of the OJ chase with that movie. <laughs> so, because he was running in a Bronco? Huh? No, he was just. I think I've, I've seen that movie. Yeah, it wasn't a Bronco. It was just Didn't him he in have car. sex with a girl in yeah, that movie while he was uh, driving? Yeah, I saw that movie. Kirti Swanton, the original Buffy. She yeah. was in that movie as like the, the hostage and she became becoming his girlfriend. Yeah. Spoiler, but if you have. He, he kidnapped her and they fucked. Yeah. While driving, <laughs> mm-hmm. while being like filmed, and it's like the, the uh, news crew is showing the car just swerving around. It's like, we don't know what's going on in right. there. So by the time, you know, you get to the end of the movie, technically what he did isn't legal anymore because she's not going to press charges. Right. <laughs> like they fucked. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, but no, I, I always remember that in the OJ chase at the same time. But I just remember like watching it, like, just literally just seeing a car just inch along and a cop just inch along behind, like, yeah. Why don't you just take him out? Like I'm, that's right. what I remember about the OJ chase. Like, why are we letting this go well, on? Well, they were doing their damn right. not well, to kill a, a celebrity on TV. Right. Other, and, they could have. They could have fucked him yeah, up. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like when you like, at that time, like, cop shows never the chase. They lay down the spikes. They shoot at the tires. And you I know, tell you what, driver be damned. If J if if OJ wasn't black, or if JJ if OJ who the fuck is JJ? If OJ wasn't black, but he was OJ. And he, instead, he had said, yeah, I'm black as fuck, and I'm about that shit. He wouldn't have made it out that Bronco. <laughs> he would have died in that fucking Bronco. So had he been like Jim Brown. Yeah, had like, he been who, who like, had he embraced his blackness at that time, they'd have fucked him up. 
Yeah, I'm saying that on the record. Yeah, no, OJ was definitely like the whitest black guy. In I'm white not America black. I'm OJ. That's so. The first time I heard that, I heard it because all everything I know about OJ is from the Thirty for Thirty, yeah. which is the the outside of like the Jordan one, the best fucking Thirty for Thirty I've ever seen. And it just it just talks about OJ from beginning to end and yeah. how. You know, he he was just kind of like he he was he, he, like he's real black, core black. Like he's he grew up black, yeah. like poor family, the whole nine or whatever. And then ultimately, eventually, he gets to this point. I don't know the all the in betweens or whatever, but he gets to the point where he 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 becomes so embraced by white America that he doesn't feel like his blackness is even part of his identity anymore. And you know, Jay Z made a song about it. That's probably when a lot of people, you know, you know. Heard, heard that even as a line, but I heard him say it in 30 for 30. Yeah. And then you get all the way to the trial. You got to fast forward to the trial because black folks came out for OJ. Like black folks was like, don't be doing this black man like this, even though nothing that he had done had anything to do with his blackness. Like we all know that. But, and, he, and, and we don't necessarily know if he did it, but he probably did it. So if he probably did it, and we all believe he did it, but we still feel the need to defend his blackness, you know what I'm saying? Like to defend this man because we need we need a win. <laughs> that says some shit. I don't actually think that OJ did it. I oh, think shit. I, I think I think he knows who did it. Listen, I think he played a part in it. Okay, but I don't think he was the one that actually killed yeah. her. Yo, shout out to OJ. But let me tell you why OJ did it. You know how OJ did it. The fucking Bronco Chase tells you everything. Like, if you watch the 30 for 30 and you watch the play-by-play of what he was saying and doing and feeling in the Bronco Chase, this, this is the guiltiest motherfucker alive. Like, he was, a, he was basically just unloading just apologeticism. He was like, oh, my God, everything sucks, and I can't... Like, he was, he was basically borderline suicide. He was suicidal, and he didn't know what to do except ride his Bronco down the highway. And, you know what I mean? Like, every, every man does, you know... Not every man gets to that point, but if every any man gets to that point, he's gonna do you know the worst possible thing. For some dudes, it's a bullet in the brain. For OJ, it was driving a Bronco up the highway. So, but if you that innocent, to me makes him think. You're, if you're innocent, you know you're innocent. You're not trying to go to jail. You might want to run. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying I yes. wouldn't run. If I'm innocent and I know you're trying to lock my ass up, well, I'm probably going to try to get no. away. I'm probably going to try to run. No, who was no, 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 who, no. who his homeboy that sold him out though? There was somebody who sold him out. Another black black football player. Uh, and they and they said it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't Roger Craig it was another football player Al Collins I gotta I gotta Google it I remember that name. so OJ I felt I felt like he I don't know if he did it nobody knows but it felt it feels like he was probably guilty and I, I think a lot of people feel that Marcus Allen Marcus oh he he ratted him out I do kind of remember that so. Anyway, I don't know why we're digging so deep into OJ. I mean, this this happened ages hey, ago. Hey, OJ is out here living his best life. Day? Why the fuck we fuck with OJ? You said Marcus Allen and Jeremy nodded his head. Jeremy has no idea who Marcus Allen is. Of course not. Why would I know who the fuck that is? <laughs> Am I supposed to know? Best football players of all, of all time. I didn't even know you like sp- uh, sports like that, Jay. <laughs> like you like you watch football. I know you. Jay, I wouldn't say. I'm not saying that as an insult, <laughs> bro. I 
was an all-American, all-U.S.-today football player and state champion. Just because you play football doesn't mean you like watching if you, football. If you play football, you yeah. watch football. Yeah. Okay. If you, right. if you play any sport, Rule you don't watch it. I played a little bit. I love basketball. <laughs> no, no. I do like watching basketball, but I don't watch Were it. Were you good at I know basketball? No, you, you, I wasn't great. No, but I love basketball. Like, no, you, good or bad, I love no, 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 playing no. basketball. The thing is, though, you have to play it organized just because, like, it's different. I've done that, too. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. That was going to be the next question. Did That's you how much I love basketball. I tried my damnedest. I'm just fucking 5'7". What do you do? Muggsy Bowles. Yeah. See, my problem is like... There's I'm, only one of those. I'm slightly taller, but I'm slow as shit. So like all my moves are in the post. Ed got some moves. Yeah. Ed, Ed's like, a ball player. You know, that, you know there's a, a, a basketball court in my new condo? I didn't know A that. whole court. Yep, so. But the problem is like when you're 5'9 in the post, Fuck. you're only posting up dudes on the court like mm-hmm. in the street. Like you ain't going, you ain't making it to high school. Yeah. Cause anybody like yeah, any skill, you so. got to be a certain type of big man. Yeah, yeah. If I was, you got to have a little like. No, I mean, you you're not slow though. I, I feel like if you had played ball and you maybe no, were no. you big in high school, I was around like the same weight. Like how much did you weigh in high school? Probably like two hundred, two forty, two. Okay, so you were pretty big. Yeah, I was pretty big. You'd have, if you were like if you were maybe no, no. two hundred, no, no. you probably could have been straight because no. you move well enough. You're just not that tall. Right. Now, the, if I was a foot thing. taller, I think I could have got a, a D1 yeah, scholarship. For sure. For sure. How y'all feel about them Donald Trump tapes that just came out? I'm just curious. <laughs> um, I don't know what you're talking about. The, the one that said he, he knew about the virus and he just... I knew that. Everybody yeah, knew that. That's not new. Well, no, no. I actually didn't know that he knew specifically. Like, even an idiot. So, like, what... I think... I'm every, sorry. I'm sorry. It, let me, let me, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to say I didn't know that he knew. I, I didn't know that he comprehended... What he heard because he's an idiot. So for for to hear, like, I knew they told him it was gonna be more dangerous, Mm -hmm. but like, I I actually think he's dumb enough to be like, nah, the experts don't know what they're talking about. So for him to say that it's going to be dangerous, yeah. The problem is he he portrayed like it wasn't that serious. It wasn't a big deal. He played it down. He lied to the public, and people knew that's he played with people's lies. Yep. I've been saying this since the beginning. Donald Trump is not a businessman. Donald Trump isn't even technically really a president. Donald Trump is a salesman. Donald Trump has sold his name and Donald Trump has sold other things in order to become who the fuck we, we see Donald Trump as. So when you're that type of person, I'm, I, since I've, I've you know, figured that out about him, of course he's not going to come out here and say, yo, coronavirus is fucking people up and everybody needs to be safe because... In a sense, it, it makes him have to work. It makes him have to focus on things that he doesn't necessarily want to focus on, which ultimately is positivity. He doesn't want to deliver negative uh, in, you know, energy to the country if, if he doesn't have to. And if that negative, unless, unless that fuels him in some way. Yeah. Like the negative shit he puts out gets people rallying around Trump. Like, so he's not going to focus on something that is actually going to make people feel afraid in general. So that being said... I mean, of course, Donald Trump has been lying about coronavirus. He lies about everything. So for the tape to come out, like, I'm glad we saw it, but, like, nothing is going to happen. There's mad tapes of Donald Trump saying something crazy. (laughs) So, like, it ain't nothing new to me. I I can't really, I I don't even react to that stuff no more. I just tweet about it and, you know, keep keep, try to keep it moving. See. Hey, fuck Donald Trump, man. Let's move on. (laughs) Well, no, no, I I will give my opinion. See, here's the thing, like. The ups, not the upsetting part. Like, if he had any kind of scent, he doesn't have sense. I know, but if he did, <laughs> here's the play: you lie about the, the virus in public. 
And then in private, you were ramping up testing and all this other stuff. I thought that's what he did. No. So he, even behind the scenes, he was acting like he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I, but he knew it was serious. Yeah, he didn't give. Did Did you see any sign that he gave a fuck for the past? You don't. That, but that's the point. You right. don't see any signs because he's not trying to sell out to, to right, the public. But that's what I'm saying. And but ultimately. Let me because like the political move is like you go out there, you say it's not serious, you ramp up all this stuff, right? And then when like the outbreaks happen and like you know we're on top of it like other countries were, and the shit goes away in three months, and we have football, well, we have all this stuff. The thing is, if he <clears throat> made that move of lying and being prepared, he walks into re-election. No, 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 no. He it's it's not on it's not on him to no, be no, prepared for no, this. But no, no, I'm what? not. No. No, wait, wait, listen, wait, wait, let, 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 me, okay, well, let me let me reiterate what I'm saying first. He Donald Trump is the president of the United States. There's only so much you can do from that position. If we're going to do testing and, and focusing on the virus in different states, those states have to do that. The most that he can do is encourage those people from behind the scenes. And that's and that's it. You're not going to see that. We don't necessarily know if he did that or not. He can actually enact policy in order to focus on that. And if he does, he's showing his cards. He's he's saying he has he has space when he doesn't. So if he's out here promoting the idea that coronavirus is not a big deal, ultimately, his job in order to get people to be safe is to say coronavirus is a big deal. So he decided to choose not to do that at all. That is the the like the primary responsibility he has is 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 to sell the idea or or sell the the, the problem like let people know this is a problem this is something we need to focus on and this is what we're going to put our energy towards and then all the states follow suit and if they don't follow suit you're not supporting the president you're not getting reelected no no the thing is as the president I, I don't I, if we're talking about what he can do mm-hmm. as the president or what he as Donald Trump would do those are two different things what can he do as the president for you coronavirus can, well you can declare a state of emergency you, he can literally just Here's the thing. <laughs> Think no, about what you just said. No, look, look. I, as I'm saying, what he could do as the president versus what Donald right. Trump would do. What could he do as president, being the president but, no, who is not publicly saying that coronavirus virus is a problem? So, so what do you do behind the scenes? Behind the scenes, you can. You can't state of emergency. That's not behind emergency. the scenes. No, but you can. You, you wield the power of the the U.S. So you can have people ramp up. You know. Testing and testing you can't and stuff do that. like that. Yes, you you can. can you can tell senators or go, uh, governors and mayors. You can try to talk to them and, and, and induce that, but you don't actually do anything. There's nothing you do. The, the U.S. produces stuff. So you can, you what do you mean? There's nothing he, you can do. He could. What he could not locally, have done locally. One of the big problems. Dismantle the policies that President Obama had put in place he to had, be prepared he, for that. He had already done that. Like yeah. all of that was yeah. done before coronavirus. He had already didn't he he had already fucked us for a pandemic then a pandemic happened and then he was just sitting there twiddling his thumbs because he didn't know what the fuck to do anyway like but he did know but he chose not to he i be, which which i believe that's what the but, tape, but the point the that i'm saying yeah. is choosing not to does there's no real options well, no, in, no. in choosing to like if you're if you're going to sell the idea that it's not a problem because you don't want to create a panic or whatever the fuck he said and actually doing something about it Alternative to that, what actually, what is, well, no, what is in your is, tool bag? You, what you do you can, have that you can do? But no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, empower what, the people that you have voted that voted for you. That is, that Brazil. becomes public. Right. That, no, that's that's, that's what that's but you no, selling not, an idea. That's not what he is doing. That's what right, he's doing no. behind the scene. What they do is still on them. They can own that. That that doesn't mean that they did it. They the public. What he says behind public comes public. You know what I mean? Like it's just. So you're saying reach out, reach out to right. So people. So, 
Who's to say he didn't do that? That's what I'm saying is that's something he could have done that we have no idea about. He didn't. No, 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 no. The tapes clearly show that he didn't. Or here. The tapes tapes don't show that he's, he's talking to people. He's just saying stuff. He's just saying things that he wouldn't say publicly. He's just saying it behind the scenes. What I'm saying is if you, let's say, let's say, uh, All right, hold on. Let me stop. So basically, the basis of your argument goes off of what I said: is that if Donald Trump had done something differently, why I don't think there was anything he could have done differently to show that he was trying to support, like that we actually could could verify. But th- that's the thing, though. Presidents have a lot more power to do stuff behind the scenes than you know. And I, would, I don't I, disagree with any right. of that. So, My point is. Whatever he could, he could have very well been selling said, the idea okay. that we're safe and then trying to do something about it. We won't necessarily hey, know right, one we'll way or the other. Right. So I agree. We won't know. But based off the four years of history, we know he didn't do shit. I mean, like, we won't know if he tried, but we know he didn't try. Because as the president, I'd, you can more or less get a lot of shit done if you want to. Well, and, so, and, and so, that's secretly. Like, so, and that's like, yeah. So, so the fact that nothing got done, you know, like, it, it'd be one thing if, like, we got swamped with more cases than we like. We didn't right. have any kind of. There was no preparation from January to March. So even if you say it's not a big deal, but you get mm-hmm. the preparation, and then when the shit hits, we're not prepared. That's fine. You you know. The, well, but I, I I'm think sorry, what I'm saying is that that proves the point that he tried. And he didn't get what he wanted done. But the fact that there was no preparation and there was nothing well, that's, ready. That's the thing, though. I think that was inevitable. Like the presidency mm-hmm. of. Oh, wait, let me let me finish. The presidency of Donald Trump has has shown incompetency over and over and over again. Wait, but for him to get to the point where we're not prepared for a pandemic, because ultimately the idea for preparation, I guess, has become progressive and liberal. We're just supposed to sit there here and act like we got everything figured out. That's a Trump thing. Trump's supposed to come in office and act like America is great. And because I'm president, everything is better. And that's right. just the way things are. I have to sell the, this positivity. He could have came out and just been honest from the jump. Yeah, that's a whole other argument. The governors, I'm not arguing that. the governors, had to go and take it upon themselves. Right. I'm to, not arguing to, against that. That that has right, no but, but, but part in, in my argument. But that's where it's pointing that he right. didn't do anything. Yeah, he didn't do anything. Like so, he didn't. I, talk I'm not arguing against that. But you were. I, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See, th- this is this is why we have to focus on things. I'm not saying that he uh, didn't do anything. I'm he he did not publicly speak negative about coronavirus because he wanted to sell the idea that it's not a big deal publicly. Right. That's what he's doing publicly. That is the only thing that that he did, that we know that he did. Outside of everything else, who's to say for sure that he wasn't right. doing and, something and to help I, behind the and scenes? And what I'm saying is... That, so that he knew about it, he knew everything is fucked up and uh, I need to do something about that. And then I'll, I'll hear he's like, Everything is cool. Don't nobody worry. Everything is fine. Hey, y'all, everything back here is fucked the fuck up. Okay. I, I now, did he it. just sit there and say everything is fucked the fuck up, but I, I'm telling them nah, everything wait. is cool, so we're going to act like things are cool? Or am I going to call this mayor, uh, call this governor, talk uh, to this me, guy over just, here? Like, who just, knows what okay, he actually here, did? Here's, here's the thing. I, and I go back to it. Whenever anyone talks about, like, gov- you know, government sharing, and it's like, I, I go back to this. World War II, FDR, before Pearl Harbor, is literally getting us ready to go to war behind the scenes. And people don't know, because people don't want to go to war. Let me finish. So people don't want, so he's doing all this stuff to get Mm -hmm. us ready. He's literally talking to Winston Churchill. Right. 
And like, and all this is in secret while the country thinks that we're not going to war. Yeah. So when Pearl Harbor happens, we're ready. Okay. So, but what I'm saying is like. There is no evidence that Donald Trump There's did There's no way anything. to verify. There's no evidence that we could possibly ever see either way. Based on the evidence that's been presented to what? who Donald Trump's character is, and he's the type of person or type of president who wants to take credit for everything, all the good okay. and none of right. the bad. Let me, let but me, based on that alone, this is why you're trying to tell me he wouldn't take credit for some of the good for being a front of the problems? We're not talking about taking credit. This, this that's is, part of it, though. This is yeah. where I'm going to leave this because I, I see what you guys are getting at. And ultimately, the assumption is that... By the way, you're that, defending Donald Trump, by the way. Yes. I'm, I'm actually defending what I feel we know about Donald Trump. And I just want to be fair. So, because fuck Donald Trump. But I'm going to be fair. So, d- did you guys know that Donald Trump banned bump stocks? Do you know what bump stocks are? Yeah, yeah. Okay, bump stocks are what was used in the Vegas shooting to kill over 50 people. And it ultimately turned what's supposed to be an assault rifle into a full machine gun. So... Donald Trump uh, is like the the gun president. Like ultimately, whatever people want from Donald Trump, they're going to get. That is a thing. So for Donald Trump to do that, like he did it for, he did it for something against his supporters. His supporters are gun people. Are I so his, right. no, no, Donald no. Trump supporters right. are gun people. People who ultimately like those are his people. So for him to even dabble in a, in an arena that could disappoint those people. Go ahead. It's like the 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 uh, cigarette people coming out and tell you know and being you know telling. No. That, no, no. You no, know no, why? No, no, because but, but, no. because bump stocks have been an issue for a long time, and Donald Trump did. Nobody was gonna. Nobody nobody who gives a fuck about Donald Trump would have have said anything if he didn't do that. You, you wanna, they wouldn't like nobody was was trying to get rid of bump stocks. On his side, no Republicans but, but, were not trying to get rid of bump stocks. That's let, a Democrat thing, right? Hear me out. And, and and when you look at how it all played out, I think you know this was a, you know the this was a a deal that his side, the gun people made. Like all right, look. Okay, so you're saying he get, got something out of it. You know, I know we're not talking about guns saying. anymore. Yeah, like that right. that whole conversation, like even though people you know they're still shooting, now, that whole conversation went away because mm-hmm. he gave a little. Bump stocks was a pretty big thing, but it, it, it is. But it, it's not. Anyway, it, it, but hold on, wait. Let me just say, like, it's one of them things. Where, like, it's not a hill you die on at, at the NRA. Like, no, no. I think, don't, like, I don't look, know. Look, 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 look. Hear me out. Leading out after the Vegas shooting, with all the shootings before, you literally have people. You have mm-hmm. the kids from Stone, that town in Florida, giving speeches, and the NRA is just looking like assholes for two years because literally kids are getting shot and now are talking about not wanting to get shot and the area have to fight that. Right. And then you have this Vegas shooting mm-hmm. and then it's like, yo, it's one of the things, it's one of the things where it's like, cause I remember saying, let's just get rid of bump stocks. No. You don't need that. No. So they go, okay, let's get rid of that. Right. And that but, gets everybody off our back. However, every shooting. Okay. This is like going way too down on this tangent. But the main thing about that is, there have been so many uh, shootings that have shown if we do this, that would probably have prevented this particular shooting. And none of those things passed under Obama. And Trump has that same Congress. Trump has or ultimately he has the House or whatever, but he still has the power in the Senate in order to, to get past what they want to get past. So why would he show any give a fuck at all? 
Because that fight is not going away. That's the thing. Like that fight has never been not going away. There was more, so many mass shootings under Obama, and Obama was ultimately trying to fight against the idea of those shootings with with gun regulation, and none yeah, of that shit yeah. got passed. The Congress never gave the, a fuck. Why would they ultimately give a fuck now? Yeah, exactly. That's the point that I'm making. Donald right. Trump. No, this is still a Republican, a Republican-led government under Trump. You have to look at the PR after I think. That Florida shooting of the high school where the anti-gun people became 16-year-olds. That had nothing to do with no. bump stocks. Huh? Those, those had nothing to do Let with bump stocks. There was one shooting. The argument. Okay, what I'm saying is the anti-gun argument around the time of the biggest shooting, mm-hmm. the NPR has no leg to stand on, and they're literally just getting killed in the press. Right, okay. The, the, the part All that right. we're I missing. I guess I'm just not going to finish fucking argument. The part that we're missing is we're talking about what Democrats want. No, Democrats no. are the ones that have fought for remove any any sort of gun regulation. Can Republicans you let have me never finish the argument. Like you keep yeah, yeah, interrupting. Yeah, you ahead, do the ahead. thing. You yeah. it's not about what who won it. It's the it's about the fact that at the time of the Vegas shooting, the gun argument was 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 different okay. than it was before any other one. So who made Donald Trump do it? Who was it? Like, like who made Donald Trump act against what his supporters I, would have wanted or not I wanted? I think they, the NRA said, all right, we need to get people off our back. They've never done that. They've they didn't, never had Sandy no, Hook happened where children died, and they but, didn't give a fuck. Nothing happened after that. Here's the difference. Why would but, they give a fuck here's now? Here's the difference. After Sandy Hook, it was still just grown men arguing with grown uh, men. Sandy Hook was a huge Sandy, deal. No, I, I, I Sandy agree. Hook, they turned into a hoax. You right, understand? Like, the, the difference is, though, like, the fighters of Sandy Hook are still the same people who were fighting before Sandy Hook. So that argument, that fight died no, down. Nothing was different. Huh? Nothing was different. What, after Sandy Hook? No, Donald Trump being president and mass no, shootings happen are no different than the mass shootings that I, happened no, during what Obama. I, what I'm saying is... Why would the, the Republican president decide to actually do anything about what it I am when, saying the, when is, the Democratic when president tried everything to, and he a, didn't get anything? Because the fight... At the time, was not with grown men. What I'm saying is, at the time, nothing was different. It was different at the time of the Vegas shooting. They're literally fighting 15 year old kids who just got shot. That is a PR nightmare. You're on the news. You're on every <laughs> newscast arguing with 16 year old kids. Right. Your members are like not wanting this fight. This is literally bad press for the NRA for four <laughs> months. Okay, I, I was so, I was very conscious during the time of the the Sandy Hook shooting. I paid attention from the from the the beginning of Obama's presidency to the end. I watched every single mass shooting. At that time, I was completely against guns. You understand? I watched all of this shit and I watched how how much were, negativity, really, how much negativity the NRA and guns in general, especially assault rifles. That's where all of this shit started. The right. idea of banning uh, large magazines and all that stuff which has not happened by the way no large magazines have been banned no assault you're, rifles you're, have been banned all that stuff is mad you're, you're not legal. hearing my argument I, my, I feel that it's not different you feel that it is different I, I can agree to disagree so that we can move on can I talk about something personal for a minute oh, God. you ever been uh, defeated by a ceiling fan <laughs> like you ever just, just, just find yourself up against inanimate objects it's just, it's just a thing in the world it's just part of life part of the world and ultimately, you go, you, you're challenged because that's how life is. Men have to challenge every fucking thing that we come across. We got to, like, we find lobster, we got to try to see if we can eat it. We find a fucking rock, we got to try to figure out if we can transform it into something. So we challenge everything in life, right? So me, I roll up on a ceiling fan 
Yes, this was yesterday. Yesterday, I roll up on the ceiling fan, <laughs> and when I get to the ceiling fan, I say to myself, "Look, this this is what's gonna happen with you, Mister Ceiling Fan. I don't want to have to get up in the middle of the night just to turn on the ceiling fan every every night like I do now, currently in my current apartment. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna install a remote control. So I gotta put it inside the the base thing, or whatever, and then if I hit this button is going to turn on the fan. If I hit this button, it's going to turn on the light. I don't ever have to get up again. There's mad remotes ar- around me or whatever. This should be another one of those remotes. So I get this whole thing installed. I test it. Everything works. Everything works beautifully. I felt great. I felt like I had conquered something. You know what I'm saying? And then I figure out that I cannot, the, the place where all of this was done, I can't put it back. Like I can't close. It doesn't. It doesn't close. There's, it's, not, it's not set up for me to be just adding additional shit that doesn't go there. It's like, no, that extra shit don't belong here. I'm not making room for it. That's your problem now. It's your problem. So right now, my, my, new, my ceiling fan, it's not a new ceiling fan. My ceiling fan in my condo is more or less taken apart and the power in that room is, is, is off because you can't have the power on while you're fucking with that shit or whatever. So this ceiling fan is sitting over there laughing at me, and I'm sitting here doing a podcast. I'm sitting here podcasting when that ceiling fan is over there talking all of this shit. You understand? <laughs> so all I'm saying is... <laughs> you got your ass whooped by a ceiling fan. I got my ass kicked by a ceiling fan, and I'm upset. Well, I feel like... Nobody I told f- you to tell, tell anybody about the L, because nah, what nah. most men do... I, I want other men to learn nah, from nah, my nah. mistakes. Listen, nah, if you need you a nah, fucking... Nah. Men don't need to learn. You know why? Because most men would figure that shit out and then have people oh, over and then just not tell about nah, the difficulties. Nah, I got to talk about it. I got I to gotta talk about my problems. That's what my therapist told me. Anyway. Yeah, nah. Most <laughs> men would like, get defeated, have they Rocky Three montage where they like on on Google figuring out what the fuck they did wrong. Yo, let me tell you something. And then come back well, and knock that shit out Rocky This, this is why I'm upset. I can't. And not even Rocky Four where he took a half of them for half the time. It's Rocky I, Three. I have a plan, but my plan involves another man. So like basically okay. I can't That probably should have been your first plan That should have been my first, first plan, plan But I, I'm, I'm a little bit handy Like I be doing shit around here You see that fucking shelf behind you I put that shit together What else? That's it But Furn- moving on Furniture and electrical wire yeah. No you're right you're, Well yeah that's, that's like saying Well I can so, fix your car What front your car? Well, so that's the thing brakes. Okay Can you change my old engine? No so, yeah. so touching on that specifically there's only so much that you have to do in order to install a remote into your fan. And in my particular fan, all of everything was clear. All the wires were clear and it gave you very clear instructions. And I even watched the video just to make sure I was sure. And then everything, like I said, it works. So getting it to work wasn't even the problem. The problem is the encasing for where all of this would have to go. It has to be bigger and in it's the not fan bigger. Or in the wall. In the ceiling. The actual thing that hooks to the ceiling, that's what I had to unhook and I had to take wires out, put wires together, and then put the, the, this extra box or whatever that controls the remoteness into that thing or whatever. It has to fit. And you see that one, the one here is big enough. That would probably be fine. The one in my new place is mad small, and I, I, I can't get that shit in there, and there's no way to get it in there. So the only thing to do is buy a new one that's bigger. A new fan or a new case? A new case, but putting that case on 
requires taking the whole goddamn fan down. Like you, this, like, like you know how, like, if you get your car fixed and the fucking alternator is is under the fucking engine, yeah, they gotta they gotta dismantle your whole fucking car just to get it. It was like surgery. I used to have a uh, car where they had to take off the entire front bumper. Yeah, and it costs that much more money yeah. just because they gotta do that shit. You know what I'm saying? So me, so you're basically costing yourself money before you moved in. Well, yeah, ultimately, but I'm not smart enough to to completely dismantle a ceiling fan. I'm smart enough to put the fucking remote control in there and make it work but dismantling a ceiling fan is beyond my uh my skill my expertise my level my you know whatever and i need i need i need goku i need somebody no, no, to no, show no, no. up and you, fix do do this to my ceiling fan because i'm not i'm not giving up my remote control just hire you understand to do it that's what I, that's what i'm gonna do Right. So that's why that's why I'm defeated because I I can't finish you're, the you're job not myself. Though. Like this, is, you've done the job to the point of a professional level. To my to my so ability, it, it, yeah. it's, like, it's like people who dabble in, like Jay was saying, people who dabble in cars. Who though, let me fix, say this: you know, who could change some oil, but then it's well, like I need my engine replaced. I can't me, do that. Let me just say this: I could do it. Like nigga, if I wanted to, I could I could. Fix all of this. I can make okay. this happen. Okay. Um. If you are thinking about doing that, can you just put me in your will for like ten percent of your? All I'm saying is you're definitely getting electrocuted. All I'm saying is if I really wanted to, this ain't a movie. Your hair gonna spike up and if, like you're gonna be looking like you were burnt. That that you know, if my burnt. ego was was bigger, I think I would be committed to the idea that I'm not gonna let this ceiling fan have this. But I'm humble enough to be like, it's a fucking ceiling fan, and I got money. It's not a big deal. So. I'd rather I'd rather pay a dude to do it than sit there and uh, if if I fuck around and fail, I'm gonna pay a dude anyway. So like, I might as well yeah, cut out the middleman, <laughs> like cut out my middle fucking ego bullshit and just get it done. Yeah, but you don't have to tell the world about the L you took though. No, nah, I mean you sometimes you, you gotta, that one listen. I share my L's to the world because they're lessons. That's like the video of the dude who got punched, you know, by his cat. Like you don't have to share that oh, shit. I, I wish I could play that. Like somewhere where people see, uh, it's, see it. It's always hilarious to me whenever I see a YouTube fail video. It's like, why didn't you delete the video? Like, not even no. like. No. Okay, 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 okay. No, okay. no, 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 no yes. Wait, no. I, I mean the ones where, like, I, I always go back to the one where the chick is singing. Yeah. And she gets into the song. She, like, accidentally pulls her wig off. Yeah. And she literally turns off the lights. Actually, she falls out of view mm-hmm. with her foot turns off the light. And then, like, you can see her fumbling around. So the thing is, like, if you are that embarrassed, why post it? And because you're me, not, it's let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I'm glad we walked into this. Get ready for this. How do you feel about your contribution to the world? The fuck? Answer the motherfucking question. No. How do you feel about it? I don't know. It is what it is. It, but is it something that you value? Kind of. I try not to make the world a worse place. Okay. But ultimately... I think if you don't get to the fucking point... The point is... People who share, say, a fail video or, I don't know, porn. I don't know. When they share things about themselves that they did that, that they might, may not necessarily be proud of, ultimately, maybe it's about, well, it's about one of two things. On one hand, it's about your ego. It's about you trying to get likes off of something. On the other hand, maybe you just want to share a little entertainment with the world. I thought was, this was fun. I thought this was interesting. And I think other people might cool. think it's interesting, too. So let me, just, let me just finish that point, because this is me coming, coming from me, a person who is, uh, uh, I, I frequent social media. <laughs> so Rhonda took a video of me and her niece playing at the beach and uh, we're creating turtles out of sand. And uh, I create like five turtles. 
I'm, and I'm very proud of those hurdles. And then she creates a turtle because, you know, she's a baby. Her, her turtle sucks, but she tries to do her best and she creates a turtle. And then after she's done creating her turtle, she takes the, sh- the little shovel and she goes and just destroys every single one of my turtles. One at a time. You did. You did. You don't get to live. You did, bitch. What the fuck you think? Like, she killed all my turtles. So in the midst of that, I'm like, yo, why you, can you, why don't you, can you fuck up your turtle though? She don't fuck up her turtle. That's how smart she is. She's like, no, this is my turtle and my turtle is special. I'm not, I'm not killing my turtle, but your turtles, fuck that shit. So this was just a video of Rhonda enjoying me and Evie going back and forth or whatever. And I thought, yo, that is dope. I feel like other people might be able to see it and find it funny, laugh at it, whatever. So when I do social media, sometimes it's, it's just me taking something that I think is cool to me or to people I know and sharing it with even more people because, you know, I, I, can't, I can't show it to you. Like, if you're not here, I can't show it to you. The only thing I can do is put it out in the world, and that world happens to be the Internet. So that's why... Things, I, I feel like that's why somebody will share, say, a fail video. Like, no, oh, I, I, I thought that was hilarious that I felt like that. So let me see if anybody oh, else might I, think I, it's I funny. I get that. For me, it's like when you see them get embarrassed and, like, jump out of the camera because mm-hmm. they don't want to be seen anymore and then stop it somehow, and then that one gets posted. Like, there's a difference between, like, well, doing those some are, shit. Well, those are probably not posted by them. Right. But no, but that, <laughs> Let's but be what honest. What I'm saying is... They, 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 the hater filmed film those. Right, no, but... If the ones were like the per- like, it'd be like if I used your camera to film something, yeah, and then like I failed horribly and didn't want to be seen anymore, so like right. I jumped out of view. The first thing I'm doing is deleting that video. Yeah, you know what I mean, so if you're so embarrassed that you're like Yo. avoiding detection, <laughs> Yo. so, so I don't so, know. It's, I don't even know how we got were, this. Were you thing. there when we were playing Catan and I got a um, meme level picture of of uh, probably not. First of all, I've played Katan with you. And yeah, no, no, no. This has nothing to do with that. She, she was just looking crazy for a split second, and somebody—I don't—I think it was me—that took the picture. And when I show her the picture, she was like, "You fucking delete that right now." You've met Gina, uh-uh. like she's cool as shit. When she saw that picture, she was like, "Y'all are not making me into a motherfucking me," because I guarantee you, this shit would have got famous. <laughs> That's how great this picture was. She just looked so just crazy for no reason. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you could do so much with that. So I right. deleted it. And that's what I mean. Like, these pit, like things that are that embarrassing people should be deleted. So, like, if it makes it to the public. I mean, it depends on the person. For me, I wouldn't mind something like that being embarrassing and out in the world. Shit, my failures are funny. I don't, yeah. I'll admit, like, when I fail, it's like. Well, yeah, some I, of your best stories is, is like, is like, well, yeah, you know my favorite story oh, now. <laughs> you know my favorite fail story. That's, that's the last time we recorded, and maybe it won't be released. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But, yeah, fail, failure, is, uh, failure, is, failure can be funny. Yeah. And I think that that's important for people to be able to look back on their failures and be able to laugh at it, if not at least, you know, g- gaining something positive from it because that shit is inevitable. Yo, man, topic. speaking of failure, going back to the fucking ceiling fan, <laughs> that was me failing at something that I had never done before. And I, so what I did the other night was I compared it to, I compared it to work. So I was like working yesterday and I was telling my girl, like, I can't stop thinking about this fucking ceiling fan because I, I don't like losing. I don't like failure at all. But 
I know that failure is inevitable and it's important. Anything you're going to do that you've never done before, you're probably going to fail the first time. The first time you try to ride a bike, you fucking fall. That's a fail. You can't, you can't uh, not do that a few times before you actually get going and actually do it well, right? So, so I compared it to like uh, something I had to recreate. A, a, I had to import a SQL database from like a production environment and put it into uh, our environment so that we can use the, the, the latest data. I did that one time. The first time it fucking sucked and I hated it. And then the second time I did it, but I knew how to do it. I knew what I was doing. So it didn't feel horrible. So I compared that with the whole ceiling fan thing, which I had never done before, and I fucking hated, and I'm upset about, and I had to tell the whole story because I got feelings. But I, you know, I'm not sitting here talking about how I felt at the SQL database because the second time I did it, I did it well. So like, it's important for you to reflect on your failures. I know this isn't like something you about to call me a bootleg Socrates. <laughs> no, I know something we ain't supposed to say in 2020 because like you know everybody's like you know supposed to be deep and emotional. If you don't man the fuck up, I'm sick of hearing you about you being your emotions. That's three podcasts in a row. Hey. Where it's like, I mean, I was just in my emotions. Man hey. up, all right? Carl Girl Thomas. Fucking Carl Thomas is my favorite singer. You understand? <laughs> Jay know what I'm talking about. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm just playing. I, I was going to say in the middle of that rant, because you just kind of kept going. Sorry. It's technically only failure when you quit. So you. Yeah. Well, you didn't fail. Yes. At the, no, no. Yes you didn't no. fail at the SQL database. Yeah. Because the, the the job was to get it over. Yeah. You failed at the ceiling fan because it's not up right now, and right. you can't. But so had you went back tomorrow and eventually got it up, you didn't fail. You just take a break. Yeah, you're only failing at this because you're going to pay for somebody to do it. Yeah, which well, again is not a bad decision. It's just so so if you're, if we're being technical, I didn't fail to install the the remote. What I'm failing to do is reassemble the ceiling fan, which is out of the scope of what I feel like I'm capable of. So I'm not attempting to even. Fucking re rebuild the ceiling fan because I feel like that failure is more than I can handle. <laughs> you understand? I don't want to destroy my fucking ceiling fan and have to pay a dude twelve hundred dollars or whatever the fuck it is in order to rebuild it. You know what I'm saying? He might come up here and fuck my girl too because he feels like it's okay because I gotta call him because I can't handle my shit. That is really hilarious. So I'm not gonna set myself up like that. It's really funny because I was at uh, a house party last week and this guy was talking like the, the the girl whose party it was. One of the guys there put up her TV for her, and it was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's like, yeah, he's the real man. It's like, yeah, I usually just pay somebody to do that. Yo, like, yeah, man. you can pay me to do it. I'm a fuck your girl. It's Yo. like, nah, you so, can do that shit when my girl's like at work. Right. So, so y'all not in relationships, but I'm sure maybe in previous relationships, y'all have felt this feeling before. When you, when you see or hear about your girl uh, not being able to do something herself so, so a man helps her in some, some way, shape, or form. Like, I know for me, just because I, I am the way I am, I'm like, I mean, I, I could have did that shit. Like, if I, I should have came with you. Next time I'm coming with you, you're not going nowhere by yourself no more. So I'm going to be there, too, so that I can make sure that whatever it is you need done that you can't do yourself, I fucking do it. Like, why, why are these motherfuckers walking up on my girl asking her questions about what she doing? Mind your business, motherfucker. So my girl went to the beach. She had to put up the, the little tent or whatever, like the little canopy that we, we set up every time we go to the beach. Usually when I'm with them, I put it together myself. You know what I'm saying? That's a Remy job. So they just, you know, sit back and wait for me to do that or whatever. This time it was two of them. They had never done it before. 
And maybe that's my fault for not showing them how to do it. That's, that's the problem right there. So they didn't know how to do it. So, of course, two niggas, you know, bring their dicks up. And it's like, hey, <laughs> we got dicks. Let, let, let me tell you what I could do. <laughs> so they help her, the, the two of them or whatever, put together the tent. And, of course, they're going about their lives. Like, nobody got fucked. It's not a porno. Nothing actually happened. It's not even a big deal. But when you hear about something like that, you automatically like, yo, what, what do these niggas look like? Like, did they, did you, which one did, did you give your number to one of them? Like, right. which one did so, you give a number so to? So, I only made it through Psych 101, but even I know, like, you are projecting on what you do of when course. you help out chicks. No, I don't, I don't do this at all. This, I'm, I'm dra- dra- dramatizing this. I'm sorry, let me, let me. I, I didn't, I didn't, like, when my girl told me about this, I didn't sit there and say, like, hey, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was like, okay, I'll hear the rest of the story before I make any judgments. Oh, these niggas walked away? Okay, everything is fine. Like, if she just said, yeah, and then they sat down and we cracked a couple of Coronas, I'd have more questions. But when she said, you know, they put the tent together yeah. and then they started minding their own no, fucking no, no, business, no. I realized, oh, it's not a red yeah. alert. Everything but is all like, right. Had that story stopped, like, when that story stops with her telling you the story, you're going, well, shit, if I was at the beach and I saw two chicks trying to set up a fan, I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> is, is that not what you that, How dumb are dudes Like dudes are trying to fuck off The dude's weakest like, dumbest shit right, Yo, yo you need help with putting some... that tent up <laughs> I think I might I you think I might get to some ass house? today off, off of generosity and kindness Niggas yeah. stay selling kindness for pussy Alright <laughs> um, You know what it is I, I feel like it had to work at some point I know it does work You just it, gotta like You well, just gotta it do it for a work no, no, It does No oh, it, it, it Okay if you think of it that far ahead which i guess a lot of us right. do then you feel like it worked ultimately it just opened the door and then other things that you did may have worked in order to get you to pussy because ultimately hey, hey, like you're this. not you're not like hey i'm gonna help you open your tent and she's like yo i'm gonna fuck him tonight i want to fuck this dude that's helping me put up my tent no but if you don't help to put up the tent you don't get that's, the phone number you open the then, door yeah you open the door and like exactly. this big daddy you know introductions just have to battle <laughs> That's but, true. I mean, you got you got to have dreams. Like, if you're gonna try something, you gotta you gotta see where it's going. You gotta have an idea where you're gonna go. Yeah. So, if your goal is to you know get out here and fuck bitches at the beach, yeah, man, you know, just a- ask people what they need. Ask people if they want want you to help them put up their tent. You know what I'm saying? Just be all the way on your predator shit. <laughs> predator at the beach. That's what men are when they're like looking for women. That shit's <sighs> hilarious. Oh man, I feel like we've gone way too silly to get into. We're we're at hour thirty, so you know I feel like that's a good time to wrap this up. Unless there's anything else that you'd like to say, Ed. No, no, I'm not telling my any more of my personal life on the air. Uh, well, we haven't even put that episode out, and I'm so, telling you, if that if that gets some views, <laughs> yo, I'm 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 getting you on Molly. I'm getting you on LSD. We getting your business out of here. No. No. First of all, you know you have the more interesting stories to tell. Ah, not really. Not re- well. You know what? People don't like hearing my stories. Man, I've been your life story for seven years straight. Uh, that's true. It's the that's greatest true. show in the world. Ed enjoys. Yeah, but yeah, but you, you like you like see stuff on the CW. Oh, like, yeah, I can't so give you dramatic. You you're very <laughs> like you were Lily. It was like just Lily Dawson's Creek. Yeah, with a black dude. Yeah, it was just like oh, this is this is amazing. I live a goofy life. Maybe one day I'll talk about it. We really should. All right, so I believe this is going to conclude the mulatto perspective. Thank you for joining me, Ed. Uh, thank you for being here, Jay. I hope everybody out there uh, lives long and prosper because I don't remember what the fuck my outro you, you, is supposed to be. Why did you not write down the outro? I, 
I wrote down the intro. That I like. You know, it was good. I need to go back and listen to it. Yeah. So yeah. Jay, I don't know if you heard. He had like this dope ass outro that was a, I wasn't was prepared cool. for. So and he was talking he, through he it and like, shit. Did you write down an outro? Yeah. What the I fuck didn't. is that? I just like, I just freestyled just it. Through the outro, like, I just freestyled it oh, and it's shit, gone now bad. forever. So anyway, write this, this shit down. This is your podcast. This is my podcast. Shit. So welcome to my podcast. I mean, you changed the name without even telling. Can me. you stop talking so I can out this shit? No. <laughs> Good night, America. Wash so your hands. <laughs> All right. That's it.